Okay, well, so bye. Weisenheimer's Podcast. Weisenheimer's Podcast. I'm Monty, and I'm a Weisenheimer. Hi, I'm Teresa. I'm a Weisenheimer. Uh, hi, I'm Marvin. Sure, why not? I'm a Weisenheimer. Yeah, and uh, Kellen's not here because he uh, it's not in his contract to do these special shows. Uh, we uh, It's our 50th episode. Wow. Uh, yeah, right? 50th there are 49 episode. 49 other of these things? Yeah. yeah. And some of them have been played more than once. So it's, wow. uh, yeah, I know. Uh, I'm as surprised as you are to look at the numbers here. What a chronicle. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what a legacy. Yeah. To leave behind. Yeah. I can't, I can't wait to keep paying uh, SoundCloud every year to keep this legacy going. It's going to be so much fun. <sighs> Uh, in the future, it'll be with some kind of credits you have to work off in some sort of uh, like <laughs> spin class or something. Oh, God. Is uh, an episode of Black Mirror? Yeah. yeah. No, oh, yes. you gotta, yeah. You gotta. Jesus. Yeah. I, I, I bicycled enough credits to be a famous now, so my girlfriend will like me. I... Wasn't that, I'm like, I'm. that's a deep paraphrasing, I suppose. <laughs> But anyway, gosh, y'all watch it. That show's great, huh? <laughs> but start, but start with the first episode and the first season, oh, and yeah, that'll sure. that'll that'll be good. Yeah, it does give you context for the whole thing. Do you remember when that yeah. show when that show first came out and people were like, "I don't get this fucking series." Like the the fact that it's an anthology just didn't like people weren't used to that. And they were like, I don't get how these stories connect. And I'm like, uh, genre. Did you never watch the Twilight Zone? Right. right. So no, I'm just fucking millennials. Um, I, I actually I don't recommend. I was being facetious when I said start with the first episode in the first season and the first because that's what I started with. People oh. were talking about, ooh, Black Mirror, it's amazing. And I'm like, okay, let me check it out. So I started at the very beginning and I I was almost like literally sick. It was so well done. Yeah, it, it was, was graphic. So, so good. Like it was graphic without being graphic. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, but yeah. it was so well done. I, I physically became sick. Like I'm like, oh. <laughs> but that's how well it well nice. done. It was. I had to ask a bunch of people. I'm like, they're not all like that, are they? Because I can't watch that. But they're not all like that. Some they're... of them are bad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some of them are. What I mean, are yeah. we pretending like they're all good? They're no. not all good. No. There's good uh, ones though. Good ones are really good. And yeah. uh, and just like just like that, but opposite. Some of our podcasts are good, and they're not all bad. They're not all bad, and some of them are good. Some of them out of fifty, gotta be. <laughs> like yeah, I yeah. actually did say that to a friend, a, a, a new friend. I'm like, they're like, oh, you do a podcast? I'm like, yeah. Like start with. Start with this one, and then I, you know, don't don't just listen to all. <laughs> oh yeah, oh absolutely, absolutely. I I will say this. I think, uh, and I think I said this the last time we did a show like this. I think episode three with my wife Melissa was when we figured out what, what the fuck we were doing. Right. Yeah. Episode one was me telling a story from my life, and it was all right, but we also fucked up recording it like eight times. Then the next one was uh, Mike Battershell, uh, Cullen's friend, and that was just all over the place. We did not know what to do on that end. And then finally, by episode three, we started to get it. But yeah, there's, there's, yeah, I, 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 I am too. I'm like, here's the ones that I would listen to, and and th this is what this is all about. These are the ones that we would listen to. You know, these right. are some of the ones that we remember. Uh, Marv uh, was not here for a lot of them. Uh, a lot of them, a lot of most, I wasn't here for. The, but I'll the tell ones you what, that he was, the ones on. I was on, are the are my favorite ones. Right, I know. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure. Uh, I don't even I'm remember when we started bringing you others. on. I'm not even sure when we started bringing you on full hand. Uh, I, I want to say, uh, were you there? It was for... after the pandemic yeah. started because <laughs> we realized that oh, everything is this now. Everything yeah. is this now. And so why not just do this? And it's like, okay, I never, it just really didn't dawn on me because it was really very much a, 
like you know the like uh, the three of you were really the enterprise i felt i still feel you know like i'm coming here as an interloper i put in no actual work uh you know for me this is just fun no actual work you just you just come in and do the funny shows and no actual work after that that sounds like uh sounds like a lot of fun for other people to be a part of. Ooh, let me just. Oh, I got, well, I got real, real for me. Real, real. Got real, real. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, no, I. Yeah, I, I. It's it's funny because you you you've you've come on a couple of different times. You filled in. You've done this show uh, more. You were a guest on this show. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. When we yeah. went, to, we actually went. To Texas. Yeah, we're here we went to, in Austin, Texas. Yeah. We did yeah. it together. We did it at your uh, dining room table uh, before yeah. you both ridiculed me for storing too loud uh, that night. Yeah. Uh, it, was a, it was great. We then did uh, we did we did then did a, an, an episode in the car with Regina Soto. Um, yes, that one was great. That was so great. Um, she's great. She's, yeah. I still have a huge crush on her. Uh, How could you not? Yeah, the best. She's just She's such a, a beautiful, being. perfect person uh, yeah. with soft curves and kind of the eyes that you can and, just stare into. And okay, speaking what? of soft curves, um, <laughs> I had one of those big donuts. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's the name of the Yeah. Yeah. Oh my okay. God. Listen. No matter where you're listening in the world, if I may, if you come to Austin, Texas and don't do anything else, go to the suburbs just north of town and get a giant donut at Round Rock Donuts. They're very big. (laughs) They are fucking insane. Regular donut. It's larger. (laughs) Imagine, imagine a large size Domino's pizza, but it's a donut. (laughs) That's what that fucking donut was. I assure you that my when my parents visited, my mom's favorite part of the trip was the gi- the giant donut around Rock Donut. She was like, oh, so big. I'm just very food motivated. Like, in this pandemic, the thing that gets me up in the morning is like, ooh, what am I going to eat today? So, I mean, it says that's just who I am. Yeah. I'm pretty I'm motivated. Well, so. and a bit of a size queen, so it's all exactly the same. <laughs> <laughs> can't be satisfied by a regular average four and a half inch size donut Which it has they, to be they also giant. sell regular donuts there and those are good too and also there's always a line there even in the pandemic there have yeah. been like they they are still doing a an amazing business i think i remember love that. we we got donuts and dr pepper didn't we i think that was like the most texas thing we could fucking do it was great yeah, yeah. a lot of sugar <laughs> just very very uh what's the word i'm looking uh for diabetic inducing kind mm-hmm. of uh, yeah but that's uh, that's how they do it here that is how mm-hmm. they do that's it that's why it's so crazy uh <laughs> god that was such a good time so hey since we're going down memory lane, what are some other uh of your favorite memories um you know what wh- uh, here's why i say that um one of my uh, favorite, uh, one of my favorite guests was when we had Joe. Bascom. I can never, yeah, I never say his name. Joe Bass. Yeah, I think. Bas- yeah, I called him Joe Bass the entire time. So fucking, I hope it's right. <laughs> and I never do, and so I just stop like a deer in headlights, and hope that someone will finish my sentence for me. Joe, separatist based in Spain. Uh, uh. Right. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Um, but I've done um, I've done a show with his with his wife, and so I knew his wife, and I knew mm-hmm. of him. But it was nice to talk to him, and um, you know, hey, I think we have a clip, right? We we do. Uh, Joe actually uh, was it was actually great because Joe also talked to us a little bit about like legal stuff that we were struggling with, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. So, 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 so you're a writer. Have you ever um, had the desire to be a performer, Joe? Um, not really. I mean, I did. I did speech in high school, but I never. I've never. I've never really had a lot of desire to do theater. It's. It's too much effort. 
I'm too lazy. And, and I, you know, I mean, I would be serviceable, but I would not, I'm not a, it's not a talent. So I've, I've never had any particular desire to, to do it. Have you thought about doing improv? Cause there's literally no pre-work. You just kind of show up and do it. It's great. And being serviceable is our calling card. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's actually what we, yeah. The Weisenheimers, well, they're it, serviceable. You know, and, and we, would, school, we would have that on our, on our business card if we could spell it. Yeah. But. Well, in high school, one of my, one of my favorite events was um, improvisational speaking. And, the, and basically what they did was they would, you had to do a three to five minute speech and you would get your topic before the person ahead of you went. So you basically had about three to five minutes to put together your three to five minute speech, which hopefully would have some humor. And so I, I did actually enjoy that, but I wasn't good enough to actually get into improv. So I gave up on that career early on. Well, yeah, that that's where we, I think, went wrong. I think uh, Marv and I did that same uh, uh, event when we were in high school. And I think that led to a lot. I think it actually led to our friendship. Uh, and all the oh, tension yeah. that we have in our relationship today, honestly. <laughs> how, how did you and Jennifer meet? Was it at, was it um, in school or in theater or? Why don't we put that aside and then maybe you can tell me how it could have been worse. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Love it. Okay. Well, look at this segue <laughs> happening right now. Uh, my, let's my not be her- is excellent. Look at I that. Mean, <laughs> it's like I'm Teresa Caputo. I'm clairvoyant or something. I've been validated. One of you. One of you has a grandma who's dead. Who has a grandma who's dead? Well, I guess that's me. <laughs> uh, she's saying I something see a man. about his name begins with J. I uh, see a man. That's my name grandpa. begins with J. My grandpa Anyone Jack. Here? My grandpa Jack. Is yes. That who's? Yeah. Yes. Okay. You. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's wearing a tie. I don't feel comfortable with you talking poorly about Teresa Caputo. (laughs) (laughs) Look, let's just move on. Let's just move on before Spirit does something to you guys. I can't be held responsible for that, for what Spirit does. So that was a lot of fun, and it was a good story as well. Uh, Educational and entertaining. (laughs) So, so I learned a lot. You, you, yeah, you should have. We actually, the <clears throat> Joe, we had kind of like a run there. We had Joe, and then we also had uh, Josefina Loza. And if you remember, Joe talked about legal stuff, and then Josefina uh, now works uh, with UNO and is in charge of their like journalism uh, students and stuff like that. And so it was really great, uh, kind of when we were in this sort of weird area we one we had a president president doing weird legal shit and we had a president that's uh that's attacking journalists so it was kind of cool to hear her take on stuff too and that was that was really neat also i think she used awesome sauce and homegirls uh in that episode without irony and i love that about her hey josie i have a quick question about the journalism school uh, when did they stop teaching ethics classes? <laughs> oh, no. It's going to get detailed and get so passionate. I am a firm believer. And see, this is where we differ. What I do and what any journalism school does is there are very few truly independent student publications that are on college campuses. We, I literally fight for autonomy for that reason to fight for our principles and ethics. And it's often said and spoken about, but not really enforced because we are the checks and balances of the university system. And oftentimes when it comes to Title IX or us, you know, calling about any anything that has to do with any like harassment or money or any question that we would take um, up to our administrators, oftentimes, they want to bat us away. So yeah, we do our due diligence and that's something that the students have to learn early on. Ethics is taught. However, oftentimes people tend to see um, media outlets as um, 
you know, that a blog is no different from a newspaper that's been, you know, a credible news source for many, many moons versus whatever. Everything's slighted, and I think it falls to perspective. I think you need to internally question your own ethics. <laughs> Yeah, well, you're getting your new stars. <laughs> I, listen, that question, I will confess, Look may have them. been a little loaded. Uh, and um, <laughs> I, pardon me. I just, uh, you know, I wonder, because, like, I have a broadcast journalism degree from the university you are at. Uh, and uh, that's why I work for a tech company. And I am just curious, like, because, you know, the journalism landscape has gotten pretty dire out there, right? In, in the broadcast. Yes. But think of the time, and I always say you have to know a little bit of history, right? You have to know your past to know where you're going here in the future because in the present it does look dire. But, I mean, newspaper publication started as a novelty, as something that the elite could afford if they wanted to stay abreast on news, right? So if we're paying a premium, I mean, what are we doing? We're truly paying a premium for the news that we want to hear in our community or it global, globally, worldwide, right? So I think that, you know, yeah, we might look at more of a nonprofit model or we might look at having to pay a higher premium for the news that we want, but it doesn't, I guess, those who are still in journalism, those who are still working as reporters, especially for news outlets, those, that it's a passion position. It's, it's something that they truly care about because they're not getting paid. It's very humbling to start a position and know that, like my colleagues who went into PR are making 50, 60 right out of college, and I was making 30, you know? And it didn't get very high <laughs> after spending 15 years there. But I did it because I loved it, you know? So, and those are the true, you know, truth seekers, so. Uh, you were getting paid 30? about journalism, y'all. You were getting paid 30, no, 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 seriously? No. I, when I started at the Herald, I was one of the top, um, like, entry-level um, reporters, and I made 30000 And my God. back in 2008? Mar Marv and I had a morning show. Marv and I had a morning show in 2000 in Omaha, and I think our combined salary was around fifty. So work that math yeah. out. He got paid <laughs> forty-five. I got paid five. Uh, yeah, there but... you go. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, big ups to Josephina. Uh, these great people. Are we have great guests? We have the best guests. We <laughs> people do. are saying I... these are the best yeah. guests. Like, how do you pick? How do you pick favorites? I mean, well, know? I mean, you know, I've got, uh, I've got some ones. I. I also, if if I could, if I could choose uh, one, I, I kind of like the guests who really share something like really raw and like really embarrassing, you know, like there's there, there's there's Josephina ripped her pants. That's embarrassing. But like uh, we've also had like Brian Eckleberry in uh, and Steve Crambeck who did things that they had deep shame about <laughs> deep shame. Uh, Brian Eckleberry, uh, like his whole thing was about, you know, he got uh, hoisted on his own petard, uh, so to speak, uh, and thought he was a little too big for his britches and they didn't split down the middle. Uh, do, do you remember that with the, the Prince thing? It went a little something like this. The Prince passed away. <clears throat> to, to say that Prince was an influence on me would be a, an absolute understatement because he was. I, I took the death. Uh, I took it. I took it badly. That's that's not just uh, dramatics. There, I really did take it badly. What I did with that, uh, with those feelings, was horrible. <clears throat> Absolutely horrible. Um, I as soon as I heard of Prince's death. I jumped on the most the, the 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 biggest bandwagon you could ever jump on and I did a video of me singing a prince song for YouTube, right? Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Prince meant a lot to me. I'd like to sing a song uh, that meant a lot to me. The song meant nothing to me. It was the oh. only one I knew how to play, right? Oh, no. And so I'm doing Raspberry Beret. 
you know, <laughs> it could mean it, no song could absolutely be less significant to Prince's death or his life than Raspberry Beret. But I did a video and I felt good about it because I was like, you know, I did like Prince. And so I kind of justified it as not just jumping on the bandwagon of making a video. I uh, justified it as me paying tribute to Prince. So I did that. And all of a sudden the video took off. People, everybody started sharing it. My friends started sharing it. It started being shared around the world. They were like, oh my gosh, thank you. We loved Prince too. Comments, oh man, comments, just a mile of comments under there. Great job, of course. No one was negative. That was the other thing, because I, as a narcissist, I have to read every comment. So <laughs> <clears throat> no one was negative at all. I couldn't believe it. And there was a million views on this thing, not literally a million. Let me, let me try to quantify it. There were probably on this video... Uh, over 10,000 views, right? Yeah, so that's not, not bad for local, right? Yeah. So my head was just, I was like, yes, I really contributed to the, to, to, uh, you know, uh, uh, paying tribute to Prince on this day. It is awesome. So fast forward, I hear of a group that really amazingly, maybe it was two days later. I have to say the next day or two days later, I hear of a group that said, we're going to do a Prince tribute. And we're going to show everybody what Prince meant to us. Thank you. We want to invite you to uh, uh, the waiting room in uh, in Omaha, Nebraska, for this beautiful Trent Prince tribute. And we've already got the lineup made. And we've already got the lineup made. They read down the lineup, and it's my friend here, this friend of mine here, this friend of mine here, this great band here, this guy here. And nowhere on there was Brian Eckleberry, right? Aww. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, it hurts, but it shouldn't have hurt. It was, uh, I went ballistic. How can I have a video with over 10,000 views and you not invite me to your Prince tribute? What? So that same, if you could transfer that Gilbert Godfrey voice that I just did to text, it would be what my uh, uh, post on Facebook sounded like. You're going to have a Prince tribute without me? I'm making a typewriter noise here. <laughs> There's no way you're going to have a Prince tribute without me. I just had a video. I mentioned the video. Oh. God, Lord, I mentioned the video. I just had a video. had over 10,000 views. You know how much Prince meant to me. Forgetting that they also announced that this Prince tribute would go to a great uh, charity in Omaha. Forgetting that, of course, and it was an awesome tribute, 100% donated back to my text. You're going to have, or back to my post, you're going to have a Prince tribute without me. I hope your your uh, event is a flop, and I hope no one comes, and I, I wish nothing but bad things for <laughs> your <laughs> tribute show. You didn't really say that, did you? All of it. Oh, no. All of it. It's brutal, guys. Oh, my God, it's brutal. Who the hell do you think you are, Brian? What kind of world do you live in? That's Those hurt less than these comments. Who are you? <laughs> Who are you? I've never heard of you. Oh, boy. The crybaby from Omaha has gone nationwide now. So yeah, yeah, that was a rough one. That was a rough. Yeah, one. yeah. So there you go. I like I like when people name drop. Um, <laughs> yeah, that is nice. Um, well, if you want to talk about name dropping, I think I know the you. episode you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> that would be uh, Austin's own Tom Booker, uh, who uh, who makes a career out of name dropping. Yeah. Well, I mean. Yeah, I also liked um, possibly coming to fisticuffs with him. Uh, <laughs> well. I can't whistle anymore. I'm sorry, Tom, we need to stop because I can't whistle anymore. This is devastating to me. I've been trying to whistle for the last since we announced your name and I can't I can't whistle anymore. When I'm did sorry. you lose your when did you lose the, the ability to whistle? I just now realized that that's why this is so devastating to me. Are you putting okay. your lips together and blowing? I am. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Are you, you 
you guys continue. I might be quiet because I'm going to keep trying. <laughs> Hold on. What, why is, don't you try to What's that, Tom? Do I move from whistling to humming? Maybe you can make humming cool. I guess I can make anything cool. I'll try. Okay. I'll try humming. I'll try can humming. We thank try, can thank we you, try Tom. Can we try the intro again and we'll hum to see if it's better? Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah. Let's. let's go. Here we go. Uh, uh, okay. I'm Monty and I'm a Weisenheimer. I'm Teresa. I'm a Weisenheimer. I'm Colin. And I'm Weisenheimer. And joining us in tonight's episode of our podcast, it could be worse, uh, from Austin, Texas. It's Tom Booker. Hey, everybody. <laughs> No, that is terrible, guys. That's horrible. Yeah. Look, we're just gonna add. We're just like gonna add the whistling in post. Let's just yeah. add it in post. There you That's go. Fine. I just uh, imagine everybody with with duct tape over their mouth. <laughs> is that weird? That's not weird. That is that is some fantasy. <laughs> That's some BTK fantasy right there for you. Uh, <laughs> Tom, we were discussing right before yes. we started. You've got ties to Omaha. You went to middle school in Omaha, uh, in Millard. I went to Ella. I went to Hitchcock Elementary. I used to live at 5335 South 105th Street. Oh, Jesus. Near 105th and Q. And, uh, and yeah, went to Hitchcock Elementary. I can tell you that uh, Gilbert M. Hitchcock was the founder of the Omaha World Herald. Mm-hmm. I remember delivering uh, Omaha World Herald newspapers. And I went to Millard. Uh, well, then it was Millard Central Junior High. I'd say go Indians, but you can't anymore. No. And. And I, I found out it's Millard South. Uh, I used to go to, is West Road Mall still there? Yes. Surprisingly. Bare, barely. No, they've yeah. got a container about, store. Come on. Oh, I'm, I'm thinking what? of Crossroads. Never mind. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah, uh, West, West Road's Road's still there. West Roads. And uh, there used to be a video arcade called Gizmos at West Roads. This is in the 70s. Yeah. Gizmos oh, down in like the there. basement? It had a, well, there was Nautilus. There was, I think it was Nautilus. There was a video arcade, and then Gizmos had, like, these bumper cars and stuff. Oh, that sounds oh. lovely. Yeah. Yeah, that is, that is. I remember good. there was a head shop there, too. I can't remember the name of the head shop. I was <laughs> way too young to go into the head shop, but there was a head shop. Pipe Dreams, I think it was. Nice. Again, 70s. 70s. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I guess so. You uh, go to Skateland over and, uh, at 108th and Q, oh, and yeah. Big yeah. Fred's Pizza. Yeah. 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 Big Big Fred's is still there. Uh, It is? Yep. Uh, Skateland became Skate Days and And then closed. It it just closed. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. And uh, actually, yeah, Big Fred's is still there, and so is Brother Sebastian's, right, uh, tucked behind the bagel bin. Okay. Um, Bagel bin wasn't there. Well, I mean, they didn't. But I do remember Godfather's. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Godfather's is still, that's still the best pizza in Omaha. Do it. Do it. Uh, by the way, I just gotta, looked it up. Got... I just looked it up. Tom Millard Central Middle School is still there. Um, it's ah. uh, it's off of L Street and uh, what looks like uh, oh, right where L Street branches near the Western Bowl is where it's at. So ah. now we're all and that's that's where I started my acting. I can't remember the name of the play, but I was oh kid. yeah, I remember that. That is crazy. Well, look, I'm glad we've got yeah. fellow Omahan Tom Booker. There you uh, go. Yeah. <laughs> On the show. In fact, my sister, my sister is going up there this weekend to be honored. She's going to be in the uh, Millard High School Hall of Fame. Awesome! Wow. She, yeah, she's a, a a retired colonel in from the in the Air Force, and so they are honoring her this weekend. Wow, that's, great. What's that's your, awesome! What's your sister's name? Yeah, uh, Marsha. Now it's Marsha Walker, but then it was Marsha Booker. All right. Well, congratulations, Marsha. So yeah, we've had a lot of uh, a lot of fun guests. A lot of fun guests. And and now, so so Jeremy. Speaking of name dropping, Jeremy mm-hmm. didn't name drop, but he could have because he um, had an encounter with Jane Seymour. Yeah, Jeremy Kalina. Oh, that was such a good story. And I thought what we did with that one was fun as well. Our retelling with that one was a great time. That's just FK. Who do I know in 2010? Damn it. If only this phone was Ring, 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 ring. Hello, the doors are closing. The doors are closing. Hey, it's me, Jeremy. What's going on? What's up? Hey. (laughs) 
Hey, what's so like? Did you ask already yet? No, or no, something? I haven't. We, we're we're changing gates. We're going to. What do you mean you're changing? We're going. We were on D, and now we're going to G. We're going to, which I think is in Austin. This is a very long tram. Okay. Well, like, call me. Call me. Like, call me. I'll, I'll call you as soon as I do. Okay. The okay. Bye. Opening. The doors are opening. Finally, we're excuse at me. Pardon, pardon, pardon me, sir. I'm sorry. You know, I'm going to run ahead, I'm going to run ahead, and I'm going to find a seat, and if she sits in my threesome again, the three seats, that that's what I know that it's meant to be. So let me just... just uh, <clears throat> because the only seat available is over here. Uh, pardon me, is the seat taken? Uh, nah. Thank you. Hudson News. I'll get up, I'll go to the Hudson News, and then I'll get some pamphlets and some $15 Skittles, and then I'll come back and be like, oh, look at me. I, are you, are you uh, Elizabeth Hurley? No, I'm Jane Seymour. Oh, no, oh I love you. Okay. <clears throat> All right, let me just get up and. Uh... <gasps> Oh! All right, yeah. <laughs> I, I I remember after that episode, all I wanted to do was watch Live and Let Die again. Uh, Jane Seymour played Solitaire in that. I'm a big fan. Big fan of that. Uh, also, I think I may have uh, Googled some inappropriate things about Jane Seymour afterwards as well. Uh, <laughs> who knows? Uh, Marv, do any of these ring a bell? Do you remember any of these uh, coming to you? I mean, I remember, um, I remember Kayla cause it was recently, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Kayla Thomas. You know what I mean? Yeah. Kayla Thomas. Yeah. It was real. Cause we worked real with close. her like when we were younger and mm-hmm. now here we are still, still like hanging out. Uh, yeah, and she she had that uh, the story of dating two guys at uh, at Christmas. Yeah, torn between two lovers. Feeling like a fool. Yeah. Uh, wait a minute, Kayla. What about me? Are you fretting getting your friend Jen, who's so important and key to the story? Oh, Jen, I'm so sorry. Jesus, I, I didn't even see you sitting there. Sorry, Jen. I just kind of blend into the background sometimes. I was hoping we could be a forple. A, a quad, quadruple? Jen, Jen, I was waiting to see if they were going to be okay with a thruple, and then once that happened, then I was going to add to the fourple. Okay, I guess that makes sense. I mean, it's really with me around, it's technically just a three and a half pole. Okay. But guys, what do you say? Can like, All right, can... hold on a second. I just got to say this right now. I'm a man's man, Kayla, yeah. so I don't want to see any girl-on-girl action. It's got to be guy-on-girl or guy-on-guy. That's it, Okay. Nothing else. Um. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Brian. Um. High Steve. Five? Um. Well, let's Steve? wait. Let's wait. Steve. Steve. Steve? Don't leave Steve? me hanging, Steve. Uh-huh. Don't leave me hanging, Steve. High five. I. Uh. Oh. High five. Is this what is this what you want, Kayla? Yeah, I want all of us together forever. I. I just want you to be happy. Will this make you happy? Well, yeah. I will have everything that I've ever wanted. Brian, will you please take your hand down and pull your pants up? I cannot concentrate right now. Okay? Uh, I got. I can do one, one, either or, buddy. You either slap this high five or... You know what I mean? You see what I'm saying here? It's an either or situation, buddy. Thank you. Jen, you should put your hand down and pull your pants up too. Jen, yeah, me, I'm talking. Oh, me? <laughs> Sorry, I I, I uh, questioned my own existence there for a minute. Yes, uh, Jen, let me if pull we're my... gonna make this thing work, you need to pay attention. No, yeah. Jen, this, uh, this really. Chip isn't going to work without you, Jen. I'm sorry. I got so confused. I mean, 
I I love how Brian's so extroverted and so over the top. He's got such a sparkling personality, and he sure knows where the best tacos are in town. And then there's Steve, who's quiet and reserved and intelligent and has all those additional blank videotapes, which are so handy to have right now. Uh, so I, I don't know. I mean, uh, both of them seem so great, and I'm just worried, Kayla. How are you ever going to choose Right. That's why I can't. That's why I'm not choosing. I want all of you. You know, well, what? I'm going to let them decide. <laughs> but I, I want all of you so I we can all be no. together. No, I can't. You know, I, I, I've I've thought about this long and hard in the last minute and a half or so. I've done some real soul, soul searching over here because I'm intellectual and introverted. Um, and I just can't. I got a, I got a life. I got a life in Atlanta. Blockbuster is it's blowing up. We're going to be huge. Hold on. You said we, you work at Blockbuster, bro? Yeah. I work at Blockbuster. I have access to all kinds of videos. Dude, that's awesome, yeah. man. High five. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, you know what? I'm going to go back. I'm going to go back to Atlanta. And uh, I'm going to see where this Blockbuster train takes me because I have a feeling it's only going up. And um, I've got a little extra space in my car, so uh, take take me with you, Steve. I Jen, love two for one movie Tuesday. Jen, I you're already in the car, so I know. Yeah, cable. But but Brian, cable, bro, Steve, just give me a second, man. Cable. Yeah. Look, earlier when I said I loved you. Yeah. It was literally the first time I've been able to pronounce those words, and I was just practicing. Oh. I'm, I'm going to get in the car with Steve, and I'm going to get in the car with, um, oh, what's her name? She's like, Jaz she's Jasmine. Five four. Jasmine. Yeah. Dirty, it's, dirty brown it's, hair. Uh, mostly Jenny. Just, Jenny. Yeah, I'm going to get in the car with uh, Brian and, and and Jenny, and we're going to make. We're gonna make we're gonna make our dreams come true. I'm you're Brian. I'm, I'm Steve. Steve. Right? Yes. Yeah. Well, look, you're Brian. I'm a narcissist, Steve. Lesson one: always thinking about myself <laughs> first. Steve and right. I, and what's her face, are gonna get in that car and we're gonna drive to Hotlanta, and we are gonna go see where Richard Jewell did not plant that bomb, and we are gonna rent some movies, and we are gonna have a life together. And I'm gonna Bye. get a, I'm gonna get out of this hellhole that is television journalism and i hope that someday you can get out of it too now uh one that i i want to bring up because i actually really enjoyed this one was uh dylan rowdy's because the story oh. was so fucking crazy i think this was right before you joined marv dylan uh, rowdy yeah. uh the uh the um founder and uh head uh, artistic director and and chief uh, education person at the backline uh, comedy theater in omaha and if you're in omaha uh the backline does great great comedy improv stand up independent very good stuff uh so you should definitely check them out but dylan told the story of maybe Maybe having one too many J's and uh, maybe accidentally hitting a kid. Oh. But not. But not. But not. But, not, but, but, not, but, but yes. But <laughs> <laughs> look, uh, as Joe Bask would say, jury's out. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I don't know the best way to tell this story, but um, I was in a parking lot for um, like a hardware thing like uh whatever um ace hard not ace hardware but like uh car parts yeah like a uh, o'reilly's or something right mm -hmm. and i'm waiting for somebody uh to pick them up and so i'm just getting high in this parking lot <laughs> all right uh i'm just yeah i have like 15 minutes to spare so i'm just smoking in this parking lot minding my own business it's time to go pick this person up right uh, and I don't know if y'all just want me to tell the whole yeah. story, if you're going to interrupt me at all. Uh, um, if we have a question, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll interrupt you, but yeah, no, you, you go and, and we might hold our questions towards the end, but if there's something we're confused <laughs> right. about, we'll, we'll go right now. I've got that you're getting high in an O'Reilly's parking lot. 
<laughs> yeah. So uh, nothing too out of the ordinary so far here. Um, kind of my daily. So, uh, a normal uh, Tuesday. <laughs> so, yeah. So then I go to leave to go uh, pick this person up. Uh, it's someone I'm dating at the time. Um, so they're they're hanging out with their family, and I have to wait to go pick them up, right? So I go up uh, out of the parking lot, and there's a retaining wall that's real tall. Um, so you can't really see past – you can't really see the sidewalk or, like, around the sidewalk or any cars that are really coming in that way. Um, but there's cars to the left, and I can kind of see everything to my left. So i creeping forward, get about as close to the street right. I'm kind of on the sidewalk almost, or like that path. Um, and I get to where I can kind of see that there's no cars coming my way. Um, but it doesn't really matter because I'm taking a right, right? So I turn to my left. Um, there's a red light or just turned red, and I'm like, great, I can go. Now, at this point, I let my foot off of the brake, and I turn to my right. My car is already going forward because I took my foot off the brake, right? So I'm turning to the right, and all I see is a little, like, a, we'll say about a 9-year-old, 10-year-old kid <laughs> on a bicycle, and he's right in front of my car. And all I, in a split second, you think of that one ad that was like the four stoners at a fast food drive-in and they take off speeding for some reason because they're in a hurry and they hit that little girl on the bicycle and they're like, oh, marijuana, not as dangerous as you thought. <laughs> or whatever, it's more dangerous than you thought, whatever, right? And, um, and so I'm like, oh shit, I'm that, that actually, you know, even though I was going a half a mile an hour, I was like, that was me uh, because right as the kid's right in front of my car, he just disappears. <laughs> it's just like, uh, it's like when you throw the ball at those ducks and they just fall backwards, you know, it was just gone. And I was like, Oh, fuck. and I, I slammed. I don't know if I can cuss. I slammed on my, uh, brakes. You can censor it, whatever. You can uh, I slammed cuss. on my brakes. Cuss away. Cuss. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I'm like, Oh my dear Lord. Um, so yeah, I think that was a good one. When I did a kid. Yeah. Um, So that one makes me uh, twinge as well. It's, come on. It's fun. Uh, Can we talk a little bit about Pathos, though? Because. Uh, Yeah. Because one of my my favorite. favorite uh, Marvel character. uh, (laughs) Pathos, yes. Pathos. Uh, Didn't snap his fingers and make everyone feel bad for him. Yeah, no. I think that's what it was. Uh, Brad Stewart, uh, 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 Lincoln comedy uh, headliner, a very good guy, runs the zoo bar Zularius when COVID's not around. Uh, Brad Stewart told this great story of being in love as a 13-year-old, and it was just so much awkward. Tammy, your middle name wouldn't by chance be Dolores because it would work really well uh, in something that I'm planning. Um, oh it actually goodness. is. How did you know, Brad? Tammy Dolores Ballbreaker. That's my daughter. Brad, awesome. you know what? Now that everybody's here, I, I, Brad, I know we're only 13, but. Yes, I will marry you. That's yes, exactly- I will marry you. Let's. I think we should consummate our marriage right here in front of everybody. What? I'm pregnant. I'm already pregnant. And you're the father. And I think we should get married right now. I called also a priest who's coming because we've got all these witnesses. And I think we should get married right here, right now. Because I don't want this child to come in without a mother and a father. Cut to five minutes later at the Stewart residence. Door opens quickly. Oh, hey, champ. What's going on? I just got I just got a girl pregnant and I'm married. Well, uh, honey, you want to move to Arapaho? Sure. Yeah. All right. Let's go. Everybody get in the car. So there you go. I think we've had uh, some shows that... Uh, that, as the kids would say, didn't necessarily suck too bad. So we've had some good stuff in there, I think. I mean, and there's more. There's more, but like this would be a, a twelve-hour podcast. Yeah. Episode. We, we we went over all of them, but man, yeah. yeah. Now there are other people, but I don't remember them. Kind of like when Sarah Noel Wilson couldn't remember her own employee's name. 
We're not going to play that clip. We're not going to play. I that mean, clip. Uh, people could just go back and like listen to all fifty. You should just listen to all fifty because we're not and even. They we're not even a good idea. Yeah, we're not even touching the earliest ones. Uh, Mitch Towns' episode remains one of my all-time favorites. It I mean, was so that, good. he's a legend. I love that guy. Yours was very, very good as well. The one that we we did a view. Truly, don't recall. <laughs> you don't remember. I remember a little bit. I know what story I told because I've been since been told uh, that I tell that story all the time as an <laughs> embarrassing story that I don't want anyone to know. Evidently, I've done it a bunch of times, including on stage. Uh, so I don't know. When I told you guys, it was like, oh, I've never told anyone this. Apparently, I've told roomfuls of people this story. <laughs> it's just... Uh, and it's definitely not the most embarrassing thing that happened to me. It's just like well, a I, memory. I think the thing about this is, and I try to tell people this, is it's not about the most embarrassing story. Like, I do have more embarrassing stories, but I don't want to share on a podcast, I mean, right? It is, we're talking in real trauma. Yeah, like there's real some there's some real, real tough stuff. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like if yeah. I do it, if I tell that story, I got to like call people. And it's right. It's a real complicated process. Right. I don't like I have to be like, I, I did it again. <laughs> and, then they're crying, and then they come in a van and I got to go to a place. And I don't want to. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mike Pence so. is there. It's terrible. Uh, no, with me, like I always tell people, it doesn't have to be like the most embarrassing story, it, but it should be a story that makes you cringe. That makes you literally flush when you think about it. That's a good one. It doesn't have to be one where you openly weep afterwards. And I think that's like, you know what I mean? Like, that's a. You unzipped me. Spilling <laughs> <laughs> uh, out. Why did you make me feel it? Yeah, you don't have to make some story up. You know, it doesn't have to be something you're making up as you're telling it. Just. Uh... <laughs> Just an embarrassing story. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, right. everyone has it. Like, for instance, I, I one there's something that I always remember. So, you know, I'm a bad speller. That's a thing about me. I oh, one God. of the things I always tell people is one of my most embarrassing moments was I misspelled a girl's name wrong in the yearbook. Ooh. Like, Ouch. you know, to Ashley <clears throat> from, my, you know, like, hey, have a cool summer. I hope your summer is as long and hard as I am. Whatever I did at seventh grade. Classic. Classic seventh grade. Classic zinger. Totally, like, literally fucking misspelled her name. And, like, she got it back, looked at it, and immediately went, you misspelled my name. And to this day, I think about that occasionally and want to just crawl into a goddamn hole and never come out. (laughs) Like, what kind of asshole does that? I don't care about you like that. But it's also funny some of the things that people find embarrassing that when you hear the story, you're like, that's not that. That's not bad, you know. Um, But it's it's funny the things that stick with us. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, right? It's it is it embarrassing to you. Maybe not. Is it embarrassing or you know what I mean? Like to me, it's embarrassing. You may hear that same story and go. Oh, you know, you spilled a Dr. Pepper at a movie theater. It's not that embarrassing. That's fine. It was a it was a 44 ounce. It was something like 84 ounces. It might have been a whole barrel. My at the but this point in my memory, it was a plastic garbage can. Look, look people, we didn't have, This was the olden kid. days and we didn't have large pops. There were no free <laughs> refills. I was like, I'm going to slide this smoothly down here and really uh impress everybody and instead of doing that i actually hopped up and tipped it over manually <laughs> spilled all over like, your white my jeans pants in front of everybody <laughs> just stopped it into the rug like welcome home geraldine <laughs> <laughs> sorry god such a crystalline bullshit gen x memory of mine <laughs> Specific this one moment at an yeah. after school special I saw five years ago has messed me up. So I remember that. So I remember that movie exceedingly clear too. So that's why uh, I just blew out my sorry <laughs> laughing. I'm so sorry. it's my fault. Sorry. That is going to be all just jarbled when I when I that's, go back and look at it. You should edit that whole part out, maybe. No, just skip. No, nope, we don't. We don't. We don't fix our mistakes. <laughs> we just let our mistakes be. <sighs> anyway, real sorry. I ran off of it there. Um, it's not bad. bad. Well, anyway, uh, I guess the the next the I think that the only segue we could make here is uh, 
uh, we still need guests. So if you're mm. listening to this podcast and you, uh, if you think to yourself, geez, uh, I have something that, I'm, uh, that I do find embarrassing that I would love to see what these guys could, uh, do with, uh, just send us an email, you know, just send us an email, uh, worse at wisenheimers.com is our email address. Um, you could probably, if you're listening to this, there's uh, info at wisenheimers.com too will work. I think that's uh, what we have listed on all of our uh, podcast uh, systems. And it's W-E-I-S-E-N-H-E-I-M-E-R-S. You, well, you're looking at it. It says it on the name of this podcast. You know how to spell yeah. it. Info at wisenheimers.com. Send us an email. You don't have to be, you don't, if you don't want to be on you don't want to, you know, interact with us. You can just email us the story. We'll read your story and uh, and act it out. So, uh, but yeah, fifty episodes. I didn't oh, think this was gonna here's go. Here's to fifty more. Oh, at least three of them will be with people on them, and the rest will be clip shows. <laughs> that's a great idea, actually. I, I like that idea a lot. Best idea you've ever heard. <laughs> Pretty soon, we're going to have a clip show of clip shows. Like, remember the, remember my favorite clip show was. <laughs> right. It's like a camera turning in on the monitor of itself and just sinks into infinity. Uh, be referencing. Yeah. I, I honestly, I think the next clip show is just going to be about Welcome Home Jelly Bean. <laughs> no. It's good. It's good. Real it's sorry. Be. Real sorry I brought any of that up. It's hitting me now how sorry I am. Oh, so. you shouldn't be. It was a good movie. It was don't so Google good. it, kids. It's, it's like, no, the kids, they need to see. If you forgot about it, good. If you didn't see it, better. They, no, they need to see. Everybody needs to see. Everyone has to be on the same page with us. That's what it has probably to be. Probably YouTube. Who All knows? right. Uh, we should probably let this. This show has gone on too long, so we should probably go. Part uh, two. Part two. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening to this, our 50th episode i hope you've listened to at least two or three more i found out that my uh my skip level manager has listened to our podcast Ooh. yeah so my well uh, my fucking extra career sorry, yeah my career is fucking toast at this point yeah so. okay well so, so bye okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> takeaways from this episode uh watch welcome home jelly bean email yeah. us if you have a story to tell cullen is never on these shows uh, and then i love the both of you very very much oh. oh i was talking about you guys i meant our two listeners i really love those guys oh. so much thank you so much uh sergey from uzbekistan and uh Levon from Kerala, Iowa. So thanks so much. Bless up. Weisenheimer's Podcast. Weisenheimer's Podcast. Hey, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast, wouldn't you enjoy being a part of it as well? Of course you would. I'm sure you've got embarrassing stories. I've seen your Facebook feed. But what if I'm what if I'm nervous and I don't want to be on the podcast, but I have a really good story to share? Ah, that's a good question. What if you just emailed us at info (gasps) at Weisenheimers.com? What's that again? That's info, I-N-F-O, at Weisenheimers.com, W-E-I-S-E-N-H-E. I M E R S dot com. <laughs> I'm going to do that right now. It's awesome. I'm going to my iMac. Hopefully, we'll hear your story on a future episode of It Could Be Worse. I think that went really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah.